Hey there, friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, and I have the giggles today. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, I am just happy today. So thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for you. We are going to be talking today about having the right size audience and the right people and maximizing the profits that we can make and the impact we can make from our audience. And I guess it's pretty appropriate that I'm laughing and giggling today or happy today because we just uh, found out that the podcast is being downloaded more and more by more of you. We're getting reached by more retailers. I'm getting beautiful emails from shop owners and comments and new uh, followers and telling me that they were like, I didn't know you existed. And I'm just, thank you. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the podcast. I love doing this podcast to help retailers see the success that they want. And for everybody, that's different, right? Success is different, but I just want to help you get through the weeds and the mess and the craziness that comes with being a shop owner, a, you know, a creative shop owner, a, you know, just it's hard sometimes, right? So I want you to know that we're here for you and I see you. I know how hard you're working and I am grateful for you being here. Thank you for listening. I really am. And thank you to those of you who are sharing the podcast with fellow retailers and leaving us reviews. It's really helpful and it's really appreciated. I just read a bunch of them. And I just want to shout out today, I want to shout out today to um, one of my Level Up Mastermind retailers. My mastermind group is a small, close-knit group of retailers that we uh, spend the year together. And um, that's Jeff Lee from the Vintage Nest in Mount Holly in North Carolina. And I just want to say thank you, Jeff, if you're listening. Uh, he listens to the podcast, but he shares the podcast. He makes a point to share it over on my, uh, my, in my free groups and in my inner circle and lets me know when something's been helpful. And I just, I love when things click. <laughs> Does that make sense? I love when things click and I see things click for different people. And I so appreciate retailers like Jeff sharing that. So thank you, Jeff. Jeff actually is an OG has been in a lot of my training and coaching groups for many years, Jeff, now. And it's been such a pleasure to watch um, retailers like Jeff grow and thrive. And you can see an interview that we did on uh, my Facebook page. And, you know, it's just such a pleasure to work with retailers like Jeff. And Jeff is probably like very responsible for the fact that I have a small coaching group called the Retailers Inner Circle. Our monthly coaching group started because Jeff took a training session, which was my holiday boot camp several years ago. And when it was over, he said, well, now what? What's next? What are, we're all going to kind of keep going, right? And I was like, well, okay. So we created the uh, Retailers Inner Circle. Uh, originally, it was called the Paintpreneurs Inner Circle, to be honest. That's what we used to be called. But now we're the Retailers Inner Circle as we have expanded and grown to much more than just paint printers. We have paint printers in there, of course. But um, it's such a great group of people. And I hope that if you're not a member, that you will join us. And if you are a member, hey there. Thank you for listening. I love you. I just, just love, love, love my inner circle members. Okay, we are going to get on with the podcast today, but I did just want to give a heartfelt, genuine thank you to everybody that's listening this um, season two. Uh, you know, we are 70 some numbers in. I don't know what number this is. I should know, but um, we are just growing and it's just such a 
I'm just so grateful. I'm very grateful to all of you listeners. So thank you. And it probably ties in really well to what we're talking. Well, it does tie in really well to what we're talking to today. We're going to be talking about audiences and maximizing, you know, your profits and your impact with the right size audience. So if you're listening, you're probably in the right place and you're a right size audience for me. So thank you. And let's get on with the show. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Here's a question I get asked all the time. You know, how big does my audience need to be to maximize the number of people that I need into my shop? And what should I be posting on social media to get the most people I can onto my website, or I'm posting all the time and nothing's happening and the right people aren't coming or, you know, on and on, right? It's like social media, Instagram, all of the things under audience. That's what we mean when we say audience, but really audience is really just your people, the buyers, the people who are coming in your door, your customers, not everybody's on Facebook, not everybody's on Instagram, not everybody's, you know, reading all your emails or whatever it is, but they are all part of your community. And if you can wrap your head around building a community of people who want to support you, which is really what this is all about, you are building an audience. And I'm going to share with you today a few ways that we can maximize and get the most profit, I guess, is, you know, that's what we're about, right? We have to have profit and joy in our business. So maximizing profits and impact and joy with the right size audience, with the right people. We don't have to have all the people. We don't have to have a million people just because Susie has a million followers. We don't have to have a million people. What we do have to have are the right people who are wanting to buy from us. So recently, one of my retailers had an opportunity to buy likes. Uh, and I don't know if that's ever been offered to you. And, you know, it, it was a really good deal. And she said, should I take this? And I'm like, no, no, we do not buy likes. Why would why in the world would we buy likes? Let's just let's just step back for a second. The whole reason we want Instagram or Facebook and an email list is to make sure that the right people are on that. I don't want a million people to jump on my email list. I want the ones who want to be supported by like by a retail coach. You don't want people in another country if you're not selling to that other country, if that's not your audience. And again, majority of my audience are brick and mortar. We want people to walk across the threshold of their door. We don't need people in a million countries away to be on our Facebook page. Oh, but I have a bigger reach. Well, that doesn't matter. What matters are maybe the hundred perfect people you do have on your list, on your email list or on your uh, Facebook page. So let that is why we grow social media and why we grow an audience. That is what it's all about. So your number depends on your sales, like what you need for sales across the threshold or into your e-commerce site. 
your number doesn't have to be a billion. I have a lot of retailers who are super successful with super low numbers because they have the right people. And how do you get the right people? Let's talk about that today. So we need to nail this, by the way, before we do anything else. So if you are just putting stuff out on social media and looking at the numbers, y'all know I call those vanity numbers, right? Those are just vanity metrics. It doesn't matter what the number is. It has to be the right number of people who are becoming a community for you, who are becoming real fans, real buyers, people who want to step inside your store and buy your things. So that's what we're looking for. So stop trying to do all the things and get all the numbers. And let's narrow down to what we need to nail, what we need to nail. And this is the, the I'm going to give you four things. <laughs> four things. I think it's four. I might add a fifth. But I want to make sure that you understand that you don't have to be everywhere and you don't have to do all the things. You just have to do the right things for the right people, right? 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 How many times can I say right? So the first part of this, the first step is you must know what you want to be known for. This is 101 in marketing, right? So if you've taken my Foot Traffic Made Simple um, Masterclass, which is available in my inner circle or as a standalone purchase, and I go through the whole marketing, our number one thing for everybody is what do you want to be the go-to for? So this is like a bumper, right? Like, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't expand and add and grow, but think about the, the guardrails or the bumpers, like of what, what you want to be known for, right? So, cause I know you can do other things. <laughs> I have a retailer recently, um, and, and I'm laughing because it's funny now. She didn't think it was funny then, but she thinks it's funny now, so I can share. But, you know, she decided to add everybody, you know, everybody was doing modern furniture. So she's like, okay, well, I'm going to add modern furniture. And I'm like, do you know anything about modern furniture? I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, it is a great, it kind of fit into what she was selling. And she had a, a, a furniture business and uh, decor and home decor, but she hated home, hated modern furniture. Like she hated it, like hated it. She knew nothing about it. She wasn't familiar with brands or any of that and she didn't know how to merchandise it and sometimes we can add things that aren't necessarily as you guys all know if you're listening that you can you know you add things that aren't necessarily up your up your lane but you know this was so far off her lane and it just it was just a flop just didn't work right and then it got confusing to her customers so we don't want to confuse people the old saying is you confuse, you lose. So she got rid of that modern furniture, went back to the furniture and the style that she loves, became known as the home decor store for that style and everybody, you know, and thriving now, just thriving and doing amazing. So the modern furniture thing, I don't even, I don't even want to call it modern furniture. It was, anyway, it was just so out there for her and for her customers. So you want to be the go-to for something. So don't deviate from your go-to. So you can expand, you can grow, you can add, we can do lots of different things. We can add, you know, I have one retailer who's added a coffee bar to her, um, a, she has a coffee bar and a bookstore and it just still makes sense, right? It's still, it just makes sense. And she has a gift shop on the side, like all, all of it together. And it just makes so much sense. If you all of a sudden start selling tires, and maybe you've heard me talk about this before, you know, all of a sudden you're a gift, you know, you're a beautiful gift store, and then you start selling snow tires, like, and for those of you down south, snow tires are a thing, we have to put 
on here in the north, but you know, you start selling tires. Um, that just does it just like, what? So you confuse, you lose, you don't build the momentum with your social media, you don't build the momentum with the right customers, you just start trying to talk to all the people, we want to stay in our lane of genius and our lane of, you know, things that make sense under our store. So and I've shared this before in other podcasts and in lots of trainings, if you if you're in any of my inner circles and all this stuff, but really, this is a fundamental, you need to nail this, you need to nail this and know it. So you're like, Okay, Wendy, I got that. I still have a problem with my audience. The next thing is you need to talk to those people. You just need to know who you are serving. So that's the second part. Who do you serve? Who are the people that want your things? So why are you the person for them? So who do you serve and why are you the person for them? That's all under one category. So really sitting down and figuring out who your ideal customer is um, and not trying to be everything for everybody. So my story is... um, funny, a funny part is like, I am known, I'm the brick and mortar girl. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm known, this is what I do. I'm really good. I am not the expert for e-commerce. Do I know about e-commerce? Yes. Do I, could I, could I teach it? Yes. Um, could I add, you know, add that and do, you know, we do talk about it, of course, inside our inner circle. And, you know, I bring in experts and we do those things. However, I am an expert in brick and mortar. I am an expert in workshops and brick and mortar and, other, you know, other threshold, I always say getting people physically in stores. And that's what people come to me for. That's what I'm known for. There are amazing, I have friends who are amazing e-commerce and Shopify and, you know, coaches, and they're amazing at what they do. Could I do it? Yes. Should I? No, because I want to be known as the brick and mortar coach. I am, you know, I am the the retailer coach for brick and mortars. Um, you know, I, I could do, could I do subscription box training? Sure. And, you know, we touch on that again, we touch on it, but I bring in experts to teach about that, those things, because I am not an expert in subscription boxes. My expertise lies in face-to-face human contact in stores. <laughs> I'm really good at getting people to come through your door, buy your things, love your shop and come back again and again. That's what we all want. And then understanding all the back end roles that go on into a brick and mortar store. That's what I do. That is my zone of genius. That is what I am known for. So I can't be everything to everybody else. I have to niche down. And so do you, you can't be known as the everything store. Now there's exceptions. I know I have a couple listeners that, that, and I have a couple of uh, members inside my inner circle that have very rural stores and they have, you know, they do a lot of different things, but actually they're known as the people that if you, if you're wondering who the Sears catalog pick up, you know, you want to, you, 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 you know, you're going to want, you're going to want to call, you know, call them. So you have to know what you want to be known for and you have to know who you are serving. So the, who you are serving part is really important. It's like, you really want to understand their mindset as well to you know who they are what their mindset is and what they need right what are they thinking what are they doing what are they feeling these are the things that we have to really understand it's going to really help you um, grow your audience the third part is again talk to those people so it's part and parcel with those people so here's where we get tied up on content here's where the gap happens. Here's where a lot of people say, yep, I know, you know, yes, I know what I want to be known for. Yes, I know my customers and my customer base. But 
content, like, which is talking to the people. If you think of content and by content, I mean what you post on Facebook and what you post on Instagram and, you know, what you share on, in emails, all of those, well, those are the three biggies, right? The social media and the emails. What do we even say, you know, on those? The biggest mistake I see retailers with content is they're not talking to people. They're talking at people. They're selling at people. Nobody wants to be sold to. They want, you know, they want to be invited into your world more so. So don't, sell. We shouldn't be selling on social media anyways. Don't sell. Help, serve, show, teach, share. There's so much we can do on social media that is creating things that make them feel seen. So I'm going to say that again. I want you to create things that when people see it, they feel seen. They they get, oh, they feel good, right? They're like, me too. I call them me too posts, right? Uh, they're like, they, you know, she gets me or he gets me, you know, they get me, the store gets me, this brand gets me, this person gets me, you know, um, they feel like they want to read your posts. Like they're scrolling down cause they, they're, they're either laughing or they're smiling or you've just done something that's connected with them. So I know that sounds, <laughs> I feel it through the, through the podcast vibes here right now that there's people out there they're like oh for the love I am not like what what is this even about but really it's just sharing pretty th- you can share pretty things in your sh- store you know uh, I love how the sun shines across the this I you know look at these different cool things um, this is how this product is made isn't that fun this is how we do this these are you know these are uniquely made in our local by a crafter here's her story you know these are all things that we can share with our customers and they get it. They love it. Um, you can ask questions that they might understand that, you know, make sense to them. Again, when I talk to people, I'm talking to brick and mortar people. Y'all get some of the things I'm talking. I get you, you get, you know, I share things that I know you understand. I know how tired you are during Q4. I know why we prepare early for Q4. I understand, you know, and I share things I think that will be helpful to you and that I get that hopefully you say, oh, she gets me. This is so helpful. So it's not a matter of always just sell, 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 right? We want to share and serve. And if we think of our social media as that, or we think of our emails as that, instead of just selling, we want to think about serving. um, And we want to think about um, how we're making them feel when they read it. Really, that's about, that's about it. It's really simple. And it's not hard to create content when you have a framework around that as well, too. So you put a framework in place, get everything in order, and it's not complicated once we start doing that. So once you know who you're talking to, who you serve, it's easier to talk to them, right? And then this is how we build. So the fourth part is we build a small and but mighty fan base, right? We don't have to have a million people. This is why we don't buy, you know, we don't, we just keep connecting with those people and that audience will grow as our, as, and it's not instant, it's not fast. It's not, you know, but we do want to find the right people. So if we do need a bigger audience, if we are in a position where, okay, we need to grow faster. What do my people, what do my people need from me? And that's where we can offer like, you know, something a free and opt in, you know, something that, or, or something that they might want. Right. So we want to build fans and I will tell you why we want to build fans. And inside the inner circle, um, in August, we were listening, we were reading the book, super fans. That was our book of the month. And that's a a book by 
Pat Flynn, and I'll link that in the show notes here as well, too. But Superfans is really what I'm talking about, all of this. And it's funny because I see so many retailers that I work with doing this already. We're building a group. I did it. I did it um, with my shop, with Front Porch Mercantile. We did, I mean, when I say I did this, I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was building a connection with my customers. It's what I do organically just being Canadian and all, <laughs> but I don't know. I was building a relationship with my customers. I cared about the success. I loved seeing them grow. It's the same with my coaching clients. You know, I love seeing people grow and thrive and I really love it. And they know that I love it. I'm, it's not, it's not a fake thing. And I know it's not a fake thing with you either. So build a small but mighty fan base. And what happens with raving fans, they buy because they trust you. We all know that. Know, like, and trust, right? They don't need to be convinced to buy. So we don't have to do big sales. We don't have to talk about all the different ways that, you know, we can share the value in things. So of course, we're going to keep doing that, but they will appreciate the value. And if they, if you tell them it's, you know, this is a, you know, this is our holiday bundles and we want to talk about that. And they're going to just come and buy it because they want to be part and buy like your limited edition holiday bundles or this or that. Um, they are going to get excited about your products. They are going to be excited to come to your events. You are going to be top of mind when they think of, oh, I need, you know, new furniture or I need to buy flowers or I need books or a, co a coffee or I need to buy some gifts for the holidays. Well, guess what? They're going to remember that Jeff Lee from the Vintage Nest has a giftware and stuff because he's been sharing and he's been showing and he's been telling. And it's like, oh, I can go there because I trust him and I know him and I'm a raving fan. So this is how we build our audience. So audience size doesn't matter if it's the right people. So if we only have a small list and we're growing that list, remember, if you had 100 people on your list, if you only have 100 people on your list, and they all came in your shop today. That would be awesome, right? So, you know, we have to just keep growing. And I'm, of course, I'm not saying keep your audience small. What I'm, what I'm trying to get you to understand, to again, nail this before you do anything else, is really flux out or flush out, you know, what you want to be the go-to for, who you want to serve, um, how you can talk to those people, like put a content strategy in place. And I, and I say that it sounds, you know, put a frame, take a framework and really sit down and figure out some things you can share, you know, do a promotional calendar. So you know what you're talking about, you know, or what you're promoting, but promotion in a way that your people feel connected to you. And they're just going to keep coming back again and again, the right people and then they're going to share because they're excited. Like I started off this podcast, actually, um, when I said to you, you know, I'm so grateful for everybody sharing this podcast, you know, that is, that's a big thing to me. And that's what your audience will do too, right? That means I am growing the right audience. I am obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, or if you've listened this far, you are, you know, a shop owner that wants to grow their business, you know, I'm building the right audience, you are building the right audience too. don't try talking to everybody. Again, if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. And that is a mistake a lot of people make I see retailers talking to everybody like they're trying to please everybody they're trying to, you know, it's just it's just a hodgepodge of 
stuff, right? They're just throwing anything out there. They don't have a strategy in place for their content. They don't know who they're really talking to. I want you to specifically pick your clients and talk to them, build the relationships. And the second part of that is actually, you know, engaging with those people. Make sure that, you know, when you do your Facebook lives that you're, you know, you're saying, hey, Susan, hey, Mary, hey, whatever, like use their names. They want to feel connected, um, you know, there, you know, I guess this is a whole other podcast about engaging, but, you know, engaging with the people, making them feel seen. I mean, I hope you're doing that already, but if you're not, make sure that you're doing lots of Facebook lives and talking to people. Um, when you send an email, ask them to hit reply and, and, and answer their emails, read them and answer them. It's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible feeling when a store, <laughs> a store asks your opinion on something and you answer them and they say, thank you. And they read your email. It's like, Oh, wow. That's cool. Right? So I just want to urge you to think about your audience. Think about how you can connect with them, how you can build that small, but mighty fan base. And again, it doesn't have to be this giant and don't get, doesn't have to be a giant list and don't get like list envy or, you know, we want to keep growing. We want to keep expanding. It's important that we do that. I did a podcast with Ann Schneider and part of what she said is like she gets everybody's email address and then she sends them these lovely emails all the time and they stay on her email list for years and it's because she's building relationships with her clients. So they've moved and changed formats and customers are fine. They are raving fans. They are excited about the next thing that she's offering. They're excited about buying. So remember, 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 you want to be always growing your email list first and foremost. I'm kind of preachy about that because that's the only list we own. If Facebook goes away tomorrow, you don't have that. Yes, we want to grow that list too, but we want to really focus on our email list. So all of this to say, stay in your lane, maximize the profits and the impact and the, you know, what you're doing with the right size audience that you have. It doesn't have to be, don't get, don't get envy about other people's audience because it doesn't matter. They might have a million people that are the wrong people. Now, I would love to know. Leave me a comment. Let me know if you feel like you are building the right audience or where you're getting stuck and what your like content strategy and if you have anything on that. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We have a free list on my website, wendybatten.com, on my freebies list, and it's under free resources. And it is 25 ways to attract new customers. And if you do it right, you're going to, you know, read through the list and you can take what works for you and what suits your audience and the people that you serve and see how, you know, you can grab some new customers. And again, the right customers. So that's there for you. We also have some other freebies there for you as well. And I have a free, Facebook group. If you're on my Facebook group, it's called Rockstar Creatives. And we will be continuing this conversation. You will see a post over in that group. And I would love to know what you're doing to attract the right customers. I'm always learning too. So tell me if, I'm, if you're what you're doing to attract the right customers to your beautiful retail business. So I would love, love, love to know. There'll be a post over in that group. And we always have conversations over there about the current podcast. And I'd love to know. So hopefully you found this helpful. Hopefully you understand that this is something we all need to nail. I talk about this sort of concept a lot inside my retailers inner circle. We expand upon that. It's an important foundation. I guess it's an important part of if we do this right. If we do this part right. If we find the right people, 
the right people will walk in the door, the right people will buy our things. It will make everything easier and we'll see those profits that we want and we'll find it a lot easier. So we'll have a lot less stress and more ease and more profits in our tail. So there you are, my friends. I have a great podcast for you next week. I'm super excited. I have, well, I can't share it all, but I am so excited. I hope you'll be back again next week with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. As I started off this podcast at the beginning, thanking you for joining us and for being um, part of the right audience for this podcast. I appreciate your shares and comments and all the things and just you being here listening. So thank you. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Happy selling, my friends. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. Make sure you join our Rockstar Creatives Facebook group. We will continue the conversation over there weekly. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.